Welcome to Rapidly Rotating Records, an hour of toe-tapping music from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s with yours truly, Glenn Robison. We've got dance bands, hot bands, sweet bands, show tunes, novelty tunes, blues, jazz, and more on everything from Aeolian to Xenophone and by everyone from Aronson to Zerky. On this evening's show, we're going to celebrate the birthday of Michael H. Cleary, and we'll step up to the door, but the first three segments of the show are going to be devoted to another episode of One Thing thing in in Common. You know, that's where we play a bunch of records which seemingly have nothing whatsoever in common with each other, but in fact have one thing thing in common. common. Now, it's possible that listeners who live right here in Avalon on Santa Catalina Island might be able to figure out what the following nine wildly diverse records have in common. For the rest of you around the world, it's going to be a little harder... So just sit back and enjoy the music, and I'll let you know the common thread at the end. He's actually about a week late, but Joe Sudi is going to start things off with Easter Parade. Thank you. 
alegría y alegre me decía. Three wildly diverse records. You must have ready, right on the tip of your tongue, some reasonably interesting remarks. Well, I think so. How about we started off this edition of One Thing thing in Common common. with Henry King and his Hotel Pierre Orchestra and Easter Parade, written by Irving Berlin. You probably most closely associate Bing Crosby with Easter Parade in the 1942 picture Holiday Inn, which also starred Fred Astaire, but the tune was originally written for a 1917 song titled Smile and Show Your Dimples. The song didn't take off, and Berlin recycled the melody in the 1933 Broadway musical As Thousands Cheer. And it was performed by Don Amici in the 1938 film Alexander's Ragtime Band before being used again in Holiday Inn. This recording was made February 22, 1937 in Los Angeles, and the vocalist was Joe Sudi. Easter Parade was followed by Isham Jones and his orchestra with Frank Silvano providing the vocal on My Ideal. From Brunswick 6041, recorded January 7, 1931. My Ideal was written the year before by Richard Whiting, and it was introduced in the 1930 movie Playboy of Paris by Maurice Chevalier. We finished up with a song which couldn't be any more different from the other two, Allá en el Rancho Grande. That was Emilio Caceres y su Orquesta del Club Aguila, recording in San Antonio at the Texas Hotel on April 4, 1934. The vocal refrain was by the duo of Herrera y Quiroga. That song is heard in the MGM picture Viva Villa, starring Wallace Beery as Pancho Villa, a movie which has quite a production history behind it. I'm Glenn Robison, and you're listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. 
Ready for segment two of our three-segment edition of One Thing thing in in common. Common. Here are the Virginians. Sweetheart 
bonny eyes are blue Once again I'll say I love you While the birds sing all the day When it's springtime in the Rockies In the Rockies far
My goodness, yes. Fletcher Henderson and his orchestra, December 1st, 1925, with I'll See You in My Dreams, written by Isham Jones. That's from Regal 9775, and you heard a hot trumpet solo by Louis Armstrong and the saxophone trio of Don Redman, Buster Bailey, and Coleman Hawkins. You know, folks, there doesn't seem to be any limit to what these boys can do with their musical instruments. Well, I'd have to agree, but who are you and how did you get in here? On May 16, 1929, Carson Robison and Frank Luther recorded When It's Springtime in the Rockies for Victor as Bud Billings, Luther, and Joe Billings, Robison. That recording was issued in the U.S. on the Victor and Montgomery Ward labels, in the U.K. and Australia on Xenophone, and in India on the Twin label. But about a year later, around April 19, 1930, the pair recorded When It's Springtime in the Rockies for Jeanette as Robison and Luther, described on the label of catalog number 7180 as a vocal novelty. And that's the record we heard before, I'll See You in My Dreams. You probably know that Carson Robison did the whistling on that record. When It's Springtime in the Rockies was composed by Robert Sauer, with the words by Mary Hell Woolsey and Milt Taggart, whose group Milt Taggart's Eleven Vagabonds of the Air recorded it about a month after Robison and Luther. We started the segment with the Virginians, a subset of the Paul Whiteman Orchestra directed by Ross Gorman with Sioux City Sioux. Victor 19439 was recorded July 9, 1924, and Al Siegel, Frank Signorelli, Phil Napoleon, and Walter Donaldson all got credit for writing Sioux City Sioux. The third of this three-segment edition of One Thing, One Thing in Common. In common. Starts off with another holiday song, but that has nothing to do with the common thread among these records. Bing sang Easter Parade in 1942 in the film Holiday Inn, but that same year he recorded this holiday song commercially.
We started off this final segment of One Thing in Common with Bing Crosby, John Scott Trotter and his orchestra, and the Ken Darby singers with White Christmas from DECA 18429, recorded May 29, 1942. That was followed by the Six Brown Brothers, saxophone sextet with a medley. You probably recognize the tune for Me and My Gal, which is the one relevant to our One Thing in Common. But the other melody in that medley was From Here to Shanghai. For Me and My Gal was composed by George W. Meyer, and there are words which were written by Edgar Leslie and E. Ray Getz. From Here to Shanghai was written by Irving Berlin. Victor Batwing, number 18310, was recorded May 10, 1917. From Harmony 280-H, recorded October 16, 1926, we finished up with the Manhattan Dance Makers and Tonight You Belong to Me. Tonight You Belong to Me was composed by Lee David with the lyrics by Billy Rose. Jimmy Flynn is credited with the vocal refrain, but sharp-eared listener that you are, you probably recognize the voice as that of Irving Kaufman. The original sheet music has Tonight in the title, spelled T-O hyphen N-I-G-H-T. And speaking of sheet music, that's the... One thing in common. If you find yourself in Avalon here on Santa Catalina Island, make your way to the original Jack's Country Kitchen restaurant on Catalina Avenue, and while you're enjoying your delicious breakfast or lunch, look for the sheet music for each one of those nine songs we just played, framed and prominently displayed on the wall. And thanks for playing One Thing in Common. I'm Glenn Robison, and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records. We are here each and every Sunday evening at 6 on Island Radio, 
FM 88.7 KISL Avalon and KISLAvalon.com. We apparently have a tradition on this show of celebrating Michael H. Cleary's birthday every four years, since he's had his own birthday segments in 2007, 2011, and 2015. I see no reason to break that habit. This year, however, we've dug a little deeper and have some additional biographical information about Mr. Cleary. Yesterday, April 27th, marked the birth in 1902 in Weymouth, Massachusetts, of composer Michael Henry Cleary to Dennis H. Cleary and the former Mary A. Kiernan. The Clearys subsequently had four more children, Dennis, Gerald, Mary, and Charles. Michael enlisted in the Army on July 29, 1924, and graduated from the United States Military Academy at West Point, where he wrote songs and served as chapel organist. He left the Army in 1926, and after a brief stint as a reporter in Boston, began composing material for Broadway shows, including Earl Carroll's Vanities of 1928, Shoot the Works, Hey Nani Nani, The Illustrator's Show, and Sea Legs, which included the song Catalina. He also wrote for movie musicals, including 1929's The Forward Pass. His collaborators included Herb Magidson, Maurice Sigler, Arthur Swanstrom, and Ned Washington. Cleary married Laura Benjamin on July 28, 1943 in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and again served in the Army during World War II, achieving the rank of Major. He retired on a disability on February 5, 1946, but afterwards did not return to songwriting. He died in New York on June 15, 1954, and is buried in the Academy Post Cemetery at West Point. Among his compositions are Hello Baby, I'd Like to Be a Gypsy, Vanityzer, Here It Is Monday and I've Still Got a Dollar, and these, which have not been played on any of his previous birthday salutes. Thank you. 
said it wouldn't last, remember? They whispered that we soon would drift apart But here we are in love and still together And they said it wouldn't last, sweetheart They said it couldn't be, remember? But honey, how we fooled them from the start For there they are and here we are together And they said it wouldn't last, sweetheart let them say what they want to say But there's one thing I know They won't have a chance to say I told you so, I told you so The night we made a vow, remember? We kissed and then we held each other fast I loved you then and always will forever And to think they said it wouldn't last They roll up the sidewalk As soon as the sun goes down Cause no one would stroll up the sidewalk It's just a ten o'clock town Where we sat by the stove with the grocer And after the glow died down It seemed like the stars came in closer To dust the ten o'clock town When the deacon's dog had puffed you came to see Ankle deep in buttercups You stood smiling at me I was dressed in my Sunday go meeting And you in your blue print gown And heaven would lose out competing With just a ten o'clock time
We started off our tribute to Michael H. Cleary with Jan Garber and his orchestra with That's Why I'm Happy, a Michael H. Cleary composition with the Herb Magidson lyrics sung there by Alice Bolden. Columbia 1823-D was recorded February 5, 1929, and was followed by Skinny Ennis, maintaining I Gotta Have You. Ennis was backed on that Brunswick recording made around October 11, 1929 by Hal Kemp and his orchestra. Skinny Ennis had his own birthday tribute back in 2006, but it was riddled with errors, so we'll try to set the record straight on the upcoming August 18th show. I Gotta Have You is the theme song from the first national Vitaphone picture, The Forward Pass, starring Douglas Fairbanks Jr. and Loretta Young. Herb Magidson, Ned Washington, and Michael H. Cleary get credit for the words and music. Next, it was Joe Sanders and his orchestra with And They Said It Wouldn't Last. Decca 955 was recorded in Chicago on September 25, 1936. Joe Sanders did quadruple duty on that record, leading the band, playing piano, providing the vocal, and writing the arrangement. We finished up with Buddy Clark singing the Arthur Sizemore lyrics to Michael H. Cleary's tune, Ten O'Clock Town. Victor 25589 was recorded May 14, 1937. Michael H. Cleary wrote a song for the show Shoot the Works called I'm Just a Doorstep, Baby. If it was recorded, I couldn't find a copy, but who'd have thought there would be enough other vintage songs about doorsteps to make an entire segment? Here are Ted Wallace's Campus Boys. Every step but your step Coming along 
To start off the segment, Ted Wallace's campus boys were sitting on a doorstep. Lou Pollock wrote the music, and the Sam M. Lewis and Joe Young lyrics were sung by Smith Ballou. Columbia 2057-D was recorded November 20, 1929. Next, Charles Fuqua, Bill Kenny, Ivory Watson, and Orville Hoppy Jones, the Ink Spots, with Keep Away From My Doorstep, recorded by Decca on June 18, 1936. And we finished up with Savoy Orpheans, credited on the label of Xenophone 2580 as the Romaine Dance Orchestra, waiting on the doorstep on March 31st, 1925. I'm Glenn Robison, and I'm very pleased that you've chosen to spend this past hour with me listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. I hope you'll click in or tune in again next week, and as always, I thank you for your very kind attention. Thank you.